Now, brothers and sisters, let us begin by delving deeper into the first commandment to follow the master. And as Dr. Satya said so this morning, the first step is to strengthen our faith towards Swami. To deliver this, our first keynote address, we have none other than Dr. Ame Deshpande. Dr. Ame hails from Maharashtra and was a student of the Sri Satya Sai Primary School, Prashanti Nilayam, from 1989 to 1993. He was a member of the Brindavan Bangalore Bhajan Group and also a Brindavan Sevadal from 1999 to 2003. He has been blessed to be a part of the Prashanti Bhajan group and has sung and played the percussion in the Bhavanjali and Nada Brahmam series of Sai Bhajans. Public speaking comes naturally to Dr. Ameh, having spoken several times in front of Swami. Currently, he works as a resident fellow in the newly formed Sri Satya Sai Center for Human Values at Prashanti Nilaya. The mandate of the center is to conduct research and training in human values as enunciated by Bhagwan. Let us put our hands together for Dr. Amit Deshpande. Offering our loving pranams at the lotus feet of our ever-present Swami, invoking his presence and his benediction on all of us. Most revered elders, dear brothers and sisters, a very warm, especially warm and loving Sairam to all of you. In fact, uh, my time is actually up. I was supposed to speak from 2.30 to 3.15. So I can simply say Jai Sairam and walk down <laughs> and save you a lot of uh, effort of sitting over here. But then I was told that I am supposed to come and dance for some time at this podium, so I'll do that. I'll try to do that. A couple of points come to my mind, even as I was seeing the beautiful morning ceremony that you had, the opening ceremony. It's an extremely beautiful and many, many congratulations for bringing Swami close to all of us this morning. A beautiful um, flag march. And the music program was excellent. So once again, my pranams to all the musicians and every, every one of you, it's beautiful. <clears throat> and while the brother, Brother Satya was talking to us about faith lift, a uh, very interesting concept. And this, this thought came to my mind. You know, once Swami had told one of our uh, professors, either you have faith or you don't have faith. There's no question of a little, I have 20%, you know, it's, we, we often try to be in this Windows mode, which is, you know, all the time, you know, file transfer means 20% complete, 30% complete, the buffering, we are so much into the buffering world. But Swami said that either you have faith or you don't have faith. There's nothing like a 50% faith. So what is this faith lift that we are talking about? What are we trying to really lift? 
So that was the doubt in my mind. Can anyone uh, clarify that to me? What are we trying to really lift? What is that faith we are trying to lift? And even while I was thinking about it, you know, this concept of escape velocity came to my mind. You know what is escape velocity? Any science guys here? Good, then I can tell whatever I want and get away with it. <laughs> right? Good. Uh, anybody, any sisters from the science background here? Wow, I'm so, oh, there's one, okay. Maybe you can step out. <laughs> okay. So you know what is escape velocity? Escape velocity is the amount of time and speed that is necessary to get out of a particular heavenly body. For example, for a satellite to be launched, you know, out of the stratosphere of this earth, for example, do you know that there is a Voyager which is traveling somewhere close to Pluto right now? You know where is Pluto? At least we know where is Pluto. Somewhere at the corner of our solar system. What is fueling it in the space? It is following a particular trajectory. And in order to get out of the stratosphere of our Earth, it needed to go past what is called the escape velocity. Escape velocity of, of Earth is 11.18 kilometers per second. If you are able to break that barrier of 11.18 kilometers per second, you get out of the stratosphere of the Earth and you are launched into the cosmic system, into the solar system. So the reason I was this thought came to my mind is that, you know, in our, so the Earth is p following a particular orbit, you know, it goes at a particular speed right around the sun over and over, over and over, over the last four million years, the Earth has been following a particular orbit. But if you want to break out of that orbit, then you need to break out of this escape velocity. And in my un humble understanding, what we come here to do is to break out of our normal life, of our normal orbit that we are doing day in, day out, year after year, month after month, right? We keep orbiting and, and we are wondering, I know Bhagwan since I was born, I know Swami since I was, you know, even before Swami came, I knew him. Why is there no spiritual progress? Reason being, we are unable to break out of this orbit that we have created for ourselves. And these kind of moments, when you come to a place like Prashanti Nilayam, is a time for us to break out of that orbit and move on to the next orbit, right? So each of these moments that what we call as faith lift is we are asking Swami, Swami, lift me out of this normalcy. Enough of this normal life I have led. From today, no more will my life be normal once again. I will never go back to my country being the same again. Lift me like that. So we have come here to break out, out, out of this mundane escape velocity. That was the first thought I got. The second thought was how blessed you all are to be sitting right here. I'm sure at some point of, of, your, you know, of time, maybe not, if not now, maybe in the future, each one of you will want to have been a Sai student, right? All of us, oh, the Sai student, oh, you know, as if the Sai student has wings and horns and, you know, long tails, right? Uh, just something about the Sai student. Guess what? You have done it. Today you are sitting in Sri Satisai Institute of Higher Learning. You are Sai students today. How incredible is that? I'm telling you, this is not a joke. 
this is this is you know imagine spending 3 days in swami's institute right you have become sai students today so once again your lives can never be normal again and you know what this beautiful institute no swami also named it so well he said the institute of higher learning right we are all the time learning now we have to lift ourselves to a higher learning right so one more reason why very appropriately this has been named as faith lift right having said these two points now let me come to the topic and please tell me when my time gets over <laughs> okay uh, yeah because there's one thing that i don't know how to do and that is maintain silence um such a beautiful introduction and talk by ratnakar sir uh, again once again so many you know personal experiences i just would like to start with another story and that is this is a question that swami had asked in trai brindavan and i have put a photograph so that in case you don't know what trai brindavan is this is what a trai session would typically look like trai brindavan is bhagwan's residence in bangalore and often times during this these months swami would be actually in brindavan and often times all the students would go there for a gratitude program and one of the songs that we all know it's like an anthem of this place is humko tumse pyar kitna right and you know the end of that is we love you dear sai we love you right so this this line came and it, the song got over and swami was closing his eyes and then swami looks at our teachers who had accompanied all the students and he says my students don't love me urke cheptadu means simply they tell they don't love me they only like me okay so now this was a new terminology that swami was introducing to us because here we are telling swami swami we love you and you are saying no you don't love me you only like me so what is the difference between loving someone and liking someone and swami goes on to say he started asking he said do you have pets at home do you have a dog or a cat or you know a dumpster or something like that at home a pet that you will have right so some boys raised their hand yes swami we have a dog at home and then swami said do you like to spend a lot of time with it he said every they said yes swami we love to fondle it we love to play with it we love to give it bath when we get up in the morning we want to know how it is doing etc etc and then swami said oh is it you like the dog so much you love the dog so much do you go and have the most intimate conversations with it do you take it to work do you take it wherever you know you are going you take it to school you take it to no swami that we don't do so then what does the dog mean to you swami it is something that we play around with we we love we love being around with we enjoy being around it and then swami makes this statement and when it comes from swami's mouth no it's pretty scary he says ha i am also like that only for you you like to be around with me you know you love to play with me you love to you know probably in our own altars we will be doing puja etc etc that is all liking someone that is not loving someone you don't love the dog you only like your pet because you are not ready to follow the pet wherever it goes correct we don't wherever the dog runs do we run no we don't do that right swami said following swami means loving swami if we do not follow him we do not love him we only like him 
You know, oftentimes I like to say we use God like an ATM machine. And that is why we have so many options, you know. Somebody will listen to us. <laughs> Carry so many credit cards in our pocket. Some God keeps swiping around and some God will listen. You know, if this credit card doesn't work, another credit card will work. So if not Satya Sai Baba, Shiridi Baba. If not Shiridi Baba, Tirupati. If not Tirupati, Jesus Christ. Some God will, some, so many are out there, right? Somebody will hopefully listen to me. And oftentimes you go to, no, no offense meant for any South Indians over here, but go to oftentimes you go to South Indian's house, no? You'll have a galaxy of uh, gods, you know, in their altar. Everybody will be spread out. I oftentimes I feel like, you know, when you, you see an altar like that, you say, whoa, man, like somebody out there listen to me. <laughs> you know, somebody I should be a favorite of today. You know, <clears throat> we use God like that. But Swami is telling us, loving Swami means following Swami. Right? So that, that is what we mean by follow the master. Now, I want to ask you a question. What is the first line of this statement? Yes? Follow the master. Pay a little attention to it and oftentimes everybody must have told you that follow and master are the most important words. Okay? So let's try. Uh, will you accept this? Follow a master. Because follow and master are the most important words. So put any word that you want in between. Is it okay? Follow a master, any master. Okay. How about this? Follow some master. So many masters are out there. How about this? Is it okay? No? Yes? Oh, there are some doubting people over here. No, seriously, I'm asking. I, I have I'm telling you, I'm putting all my doubts here. You're going to be my teachers today. In this institute, no, it's the other way. The people who stand at the podium are the students. Okay. So what, what, what is happening here? Why can't I use follow a master? Why didn't Swami say follow any master? Follow some master? What is the word he uses? Follow the master. Right? Such an important word. To me, this is the most important word in this statement, which is follow the master. Which means, it cannot be anybody else. There has to be only one master. Correct? Follow the master means what? Yes. Follow the only one master. Correct? There is only one master. Do you agree with me? How many of you agree with me? Those who don't agree, you, you have to justify here, okay? So better raise hands. <laughs> Even if you don't, at least raise your hands, otherwise I'll ask you to come and explain to me. Right? So when I was contemplating on this statement, I was asking myself, Swami, why did you use the word the and not any other word? Why follow the master? Because there is only one master. Okay? So now let's go a little deeper and ask, if... I want only one person to be the master, then what should be the characteristics of that master? Right? It's going to be the only one who should be the master. So what should be the characteristics of this master? Yes? Yes? Your thoughts on it? See, dear brothers and sisters, you have to start thinking now. Okay? If you haven't started thinking now, 
Okay, then you can take the earliest return flight and go back. Okay, we have to start thinking now. Okay, on this warm afternoon, <laughs> you like probably many of you must be wondering why did I come to this place in the first place? Yes, you have to think. So, how should my master be? What are the characteristics that I'm looking for in my master? Sorry? He should be loving, okay? In my understanding, okay, you tell me whether you agree with me. First and foremost, he must be always present. He must be around. If he's not around to me, I don't care whether he's loving or not. <laughs> he should be available to me, no? My master he is, so he should fulfill my criteria. My criteria is what? What's my first criteria? My first criteria, always present. Boss, whenever I ask, you should be there. I don't know who's the master now. He's the master or I am his master. Right? But my master must be always present. Right? Okay, next. My master must be all-knowing. What is the use of simply being present if he doesn't know everything? Whatever I ask him, he should be able to answer, isn't it? If he doesn't, if he's not able to answer my questions, he's, 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 not, he's not a master. He's a servant then. I will ask him to do something and... So my master must be always present, must be always available to me. Number two, he must know everything. Okay? Number three, he must not only know everything, he must be having the ability to implement that. Right? For example, uh, you know, in, in, the, in the Bible, it is said that the Lord is benevolent, omnipotent Lord. That's how he is described. The Lord is benevolent and omnipotent. If you read Angels and Demons by Dan Brown, there's a beautiful portion in that where he talks about this concept, which is almost dichotomous. Because when you look at the world today, you think that either God is benevolent or he is omnipotent. He is not both. Because when you see problems in the world, how is he benevolent? That means he is only omnipotent, but he is not loving. Okay, if you see problems in the world, then you see that maybe he is only loving, but he is not powerful. Because if he was powerful and loving, then how, uh, how, how are all these problems happening in the world? Okay, so which means, my Lord, my Master must be somebody who is knowing, all-knowing, but also all-powerful. Right? The next criteria, these are, all, these are all my thoughts, okay? You can go back, you can make down, put down your notes and put your own characteristics of what you think your master should have. The one master, okay? The next one is, he should be closest to me. 24 by 7 hotline, right? The customer service number should never be jammed. The 1-800 number, when I call, it must always be picked up by a person who is the first three, okay? <laughs> So, he must be always, and finally, this is the most, you know, for me, this is the most, my welfare must be his predominant concern. <laughs> Correct, no? I don't care whether he loves the world. Does he love me? Yes. As Ratnakar Saro was also telling us, right? First, let me look at myself, forget the world. I don't want him to solve global problems. I want him to solve personal problems. <laughs> right? So now tell me, who is the master? Don't worry about whom you see on your right-hand side, okay? Who is that one? No, because the reason being, there's a very, very important point I'm trying to make here. That person whom you see on the right-hand side of the screen is not present right now. In physical form, he is not present. Yes or no? Those of you who said no, I would love to come and fall at your feet because you can see Swami now. Right? 
we want to see him all the time but we cannot see him but still he is saying follow the master which means if the master does not fulfill this criteria i must now start figuring out a master who fulfills all of these criteria isn't it so when i was actually thinking about this <laughs> you know what thought came to my mind who is the best master i thought google google slash facebook always present virtually always present probably only in the flight but these days in the flight also they give you wifi number 2 all knowing whatever you put in google you get to know about it right so all powerful google is the probably the most the fang companies you know what are the fang companies f a n g facebook amazon netflix google they are the they are the most powerful countries uh, companies in the world okay their their uh, their net worth is more than several countries put together jeff bezos is the richest man who after his divorce became the richest man with his wife suddenly becoming the second richest person that is how powerful they are okay they can bring down just imagine a twitter ceo meets all prime ministers <laughs> the prime minister feels it necessary to meet the twitter ceo why because virtually whatever happens over there decides who he is as a prime minister that's how powerful they are right closest and always available right now absolutely close to my heart in fact if i put it over here it's the closest to my heart <laughs> yes and has my welfare as its paramount concern now that is where the doubt comes is my concern its paramount uh, is my welfare its paramount concern i see some heads which are no idea what do you think i am i'm actually placing a proposition in front of you is google equivalent to be the master i am not getting okay your silence is an affirmation or a negation <laughs> even that i am not able to make out <laughs> why because you are right now you are supposed to say shri satya sai is it okay even if you have not started thinking about it i am hoping that this will start that process the first step in spiritual sadhana or the spiritual pilgrimage is to begin the churning process right our churning our internal churning has to start if the churning itself doesn't start then there's no journey at all right so if the churning has started if the thought process has started that is enough okay so the first thought that i got was is google amazon one of the things is obviously when i go to a remote place i'd recently been to darjeeling and uh, finding it really difficult to get wifi there okay and i was at wits end i was not able to connect to the world at all which is actually ended up after 3 days i was enjoying it actually you know because i didn't have to answer anybody i was my own master <laughs> nobody was able to get in touch with me it was a fantastic feeling right you are the master when you say follow the master yes i am the master right so obviously it is dependent on something which means my master should be somebody who fulfills all of these criteria without any cause there must be no cause right there must be not be something by which it happens because of which he is all of that 
is a causeless master. Who is that? Right now, he is with us. He is with each one of us. Who is that? Who is that? Silence. Silence, is it? It is yourself, right? Who is right now with yourself? Yourself. <laughs> yes or no? Do you agree with me? Anybody over here who does not agree with me? Because otherwise I can't go ahead. Yes? No? Maybe? No? Yes? So what would be? Yes? Louder. Ah, fantastic point, yes. So he says, so now he says that it does not fulfill all the criteria because when I say myself, I'm not all powerful. I'm not all knowing. I may be always present. I may be the closest. And I have my own concern as my param uh, welfare as my paramount concern. But I'm not all powerful. Right. Okay, so now let's explore how we are actually all powerful. And that is why Swami is telling us, follow the master. Okay? So we'll move, move on to the next one. That's what Swami is telling us. That there is one presence who is inside of you, who is all of these criteria, who fulfills all of these criteria. Okay? Now the point comes, is when I look inside of me, there are several entities inside of me. There is somebody whom I call as the master, there is somebody whom I call as my mind, etc, etc. And oftentimes, you know, in movies and in cartoons, they'll show you that the guy who's always good comes in a white dress and looks up and with a ring on top of his head and says, my child. Usually, you know, the voice of that person will always be, my child. <laughs> you know, your, your whatever you said, your conscience or whatever, he doesn't come and say, hey, my child. Right? The, the voice is always some, somebody like Morgan Freeman's or Amitabh Bachchan's voice. My child, do the right thing. <laughs> no, somehow we associate a deep bass voice with, <laughs> with master. Okay? And that is how it is portrayed, but only in movies and cartoons. So usually we think that the master will be looking something like this, clean shaven, you know. And the mind looks like that other person. Unfortunately, no, it is not the case. <laughs> what actually happens is, it's something like this. <laughs> okay, it is we versus we only. The master and the mind looks the same. Okay, and that is why we get this, this is, how can I be all powerful? Because I know my limitations. Right? What are we identifying ourselves with? Are we identifying ourselves with the mind? Or are we identifying ourselves with the master? Right? That is the question. That, so when we say follow the master, we have to ask ourselves this question, who is that master within us? Right? How do we identify that that is the master and this is the mind? Right? See, when everything is hunky-dory, when everything is fine, right? we know it's all, it's all good, all the you know, decisions literally... You know, in cricket, we say even edges go for six. You know, even a, even a badly played shot, you just don't get out when you're in form. The problem is when you're not in form. 
then even a fantastic cover you know a cover drive right in the middle of the bat goes directly to the fielder and that's when you think what did i do wrong so what we want to know is how to identify the or how to differentiate between the voices of this person who tells that i am not all powerful versus a person who's telling you that yes i am all powerful okay so now is isn't that our most important question right i know that there is somebody inside of me so the, okay let me tell you how he is the most powerful very quickly let me ask you brother what's your name sorry question is who are you sorry you are sajan dulal that is your name that is not you yeah. who are you and the human that no that is your species that is not you who are you you are from nepal yeah you are a nepali that's not who you are who are you ask ourselves this question over and over again we will come to know that all of what we try to identify ourselves you know are labels that we have put to ourselves i am a doctor i am a student right no that's my profession who are you because there was a point in time when you were not your name right correct no after 3 months after your birth only your name was put for you you were not born with that name which means there was a point in time in this life itself when you were not that okay another point we think we are so and so okay then we sleep and we get a dream right and we dream of fantastic characters from lord of the rings and matrix and all of that i'm a big movie buff so i'll keep telling you a lot of okay and then there comes a time when we go deep into sleep right we go deep sleep and next day morning we wake up and somebody asks us our parents or friends ask us hey how did you sleep and we say i slept very well yeah who was the one who knew you were sleeping well if you were sleeping then how do you say that you slept well which means there was an entity uh, right now that is happening with a few brothers here <laughs> and some sisters possibly also if you wake them up and ask them how are you sleep fantastic sleep yeah how do you know you slept well which means there was an entity inside of you which was awake when you were sleeping yes or no how do you know otherwise that you were in deep sleep or i had a dream i saw in my dream what do you see in your dream you see yourself in your dream who is seeing whom in the dream world who is seeing whom which part of you is watching which part of you think about it we are not here to give answers 45 minutes is too short for me to give any answers okay but think about this that is that one who is awake even when we are sleeping in deep sleep the one who is watching our dreams is who we really are and that is our master and that lord krishna in bhagavad gita what does he say nainam chandanti shastrani nainam dahati pavaka nachainam kledayantyapo nashoshayati marutah that which cannot be cut asunder by nainam chandanti shastrani which cannot be cut by any by any sword which cannot be burnt by fire which cannot be driven away by air which cannot be wet by water that is who we really are that is the master 
we are talking about. Okay? So, this is a line that I picked up from someone else, uh, from some other, you must have, I don't know whether, oh, you guys are too young to see this program. Whose line is it anyway? <laughs> right? It will be a nice comedy program on TV sometime back. So I picked up from there. Whose voice is it anyway? How do I know which is the voice of the master vis-a-vis -vis the voice of the mind? Right? There, in my dream, there were two people. Both were me. How do I know which of this me is the real me? Isn't it? That is what we want to know. So that we are able to identify the voice of the master. So that we can follow the master. So Swami in his discourses, if we go deep into his discourses, we find all of these answers embedded. And from that I have culled out. How do we know which is the master versus which is the... Can you... Any guesses? What do you think is the voice? I told you one of the voices will be... Uh, one of the ways we can identify is base voice. Base voice uh, will be that of the master. A squeaky voice will be that of the mind. Fair enough? If Morgan Freeman speaks from inside, then it is master. Or David Attenborough. <laughs> These are all famous in my time. I don't know in your time who is now the current Avengers, yes. Chris Evans or Robert Downley Jr., whatever his name is. Yeah. The voice of the master or let's put it the other way, the voice of the mind will always tell you short term, what is good for you today. The voice of the master will always tell you what is good for the future in your long term. So one of the ways in which you can identify the voice, the different or differentiate between the voice of the master and the mind is, the mind will always tell you, today just do this of you, no problem. Find the shortcut for today. Whereas the master will always tell you what is good for long term. Number one. Number two, the voice of the mind will always tell you what is good for you. It will be a selfish voice. Whereas the voice of the master will always tell you a selfless voice. It will tell you what is good for the entire, whatever circumstance you are in. Right? For all the stakeholders who are there in that particular circumstance, what is good is what the master will tell you. The mind will tell you, this is good for you, no, do it of now. Right? A third is, the mind will always give you options. The master will always tell you what is right. For example, in a particular situation, okay, and I will give you, a, I'll give you an example of that and we'll wrap up with that. Okay, the master, I mean, for example, okay, let, let's talk about, there's an examination coming up. I know I am supposed to spend X number of hours to study for that examination. Okay, what does my mind tell? Sleep now, yeah. Hey, Avengers just now released. Just three hours here. Go watch, can come back. No problem. You can study all night. But Avengers first day, first show will go. Then what? Okay, so your mind will tell you several options. Yes? You know what? I don't have to actually study this. I'll ask my friend. He will tell me. So to overcome a particular situation, but there will be one voice which tells you from inside, study. Study. Why should I study? Study. I can do this. Study. I'll watch the movie. Study. It will tell you only one thing over and over, over and over, over and over again because that's the right thing to do. Your mind will be finding out, okay, okay, I'll study. But you know, some adjustment, some jugad. In Hindi we call jugad. 
i'll do something don't worry i will achieve it no you will not achieve it the conscience will tell you only one thing which is the right thing to do okay the mind will tell you options various options of doing it okay look back into the most important moments of your life and you will be able to identify this and finally what swami says is when you follow the mind there is conflict for example you know you are supposed to study but you went and watched the movie halfway through the movie you know somebody posts on facebook that i think this topic is really important and now what am i said oh my god if only i could have done that right because now in, while you are in the, see our problem in fact once swami was asked swami what do you think that the boys should do what should the students do swami simply said a very simple thing pray while praying eat while eating sleep while sleeping play while playing that's all unfortunately you know this we don't do <laughs> we do everything other than what we are supposed to do at that time while praying i will be thinking about studying while studying i'm thinking about playing right because we don't focus ourselves completely to that right so what happens at the end of it is we have conflict inside whereas when when you listen to the word of the master you will always be at peace so one of the beautiful thumb rules to have is at the end of that are you at conflict or are you at peace if you are at peace you have followed the master if you are at conflict you have followed the mind now the most important point which is uh, is there a 5 minute thing coming okay <laughs> most importantly now is so fine brother you told me all this congratulations thank you how do i practice it i don't know how to practice it so i will share with you a beautiful toolkit 3s formula is what i call it how to listen to the master and that's a beautiful 3s toolkit simple you can just carry this and believe me today you can go back to your countries the next three talks are unnecessary for you <laughs> because if truly you no know, just think about it i have always thought about follow the master if you follow the master why you have to face the devil the problem comes is if you don't follow the master only you have to face the devil correct no so if today if you follow what i am telling you i am not a master but if i am telling you no need for the other 3 days directly follow the master finish the game there is no fight to the end and face the devil all that concept so if you truly listen no today itself i can book your return tickets and you can go back okay so this 3s toolkit the last bit what is it that i can follow day to day okay beautiful toolkit that swami has given us what are these 3s shri satya sai no s s s always swami would say swami ante means swami means always yes 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 god always says yes 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 what is this yes 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 first s start the day with silent setting i am not asking you to do meditation swami is not asking us to do meditation sit silently for a moment for about 5 minutes in the as soon as you know what today i'm sure just you know you'll get a chuckle on your face the moment i say this as soon as we wake up in the morning where does where does our hand stretch to yes it has become an extension of our body isn't it all the moment we wake up we want to start cramming things into us what's happening in the world i will only accost you or i'll only request you or humbly suggest 
for five minutes as soon as you wake up, don't let that hand stretch out. Okay, let the hand stretch in. Okay, and let us contemplate on what is it that I want to do today. Steve Jobs in his commencement address at the Stanford University says, it's a beautiful talk, 2005, listen to it. It's a very powerful talk. 2005 commencement address at Stanford by Steve Jobs. This is what you need to put in YouTube to listen to that talk. In that he says, ask yourselves every day, if this was the last day of my life, will I be doing what I am doing? If the answer to that is yes, then you are on the right path. If the answer to that is no, then you know that you are on the wrong path. If today was the last day of my life, would I be doing what I am doing? Eventually one day you will be right. One day will be the last day of your life, no? <laughs> Isn't it? One day will be the last day of our life. We don't know which is that day. So ask ourselves this one question in the morning. If today was my last day, it's not fatalistic thinking. It's actually very redeeming. Okay, to think, if today was the last day of my life, will I be doing what I am doing? If today was the last day of my life, will I be looking through Instagram and Facebook? Think about it. Right? Silent sitting. The next is Sai literature. And by Sai literature, I literally mean Sai literature. You can actually today, thanks to, you know, thanks to internet once again, on Radio Sai, we have a 24-hour discourse channel. You challenge Swami, Swami, right now, tell, tell me something. Something which is important for me. You tune into that discourse stream and I can guarantee you 100% you will be hearing what exactly you want to hear. Swami would have given that discourse in 1978, but you will think that, Swami, what, what are you doing? Because that's, that's exactly what you want to hear at that moment. You try it. Open a random book, and I'm not even asking you to listen to the whole discourse. None of us have the patience to listen to a whole discourse of Swami. Right? <laughs> we'll agree. Even when Swami was around after one hour, okay, Swami, you know what, I've got this important trust meeting. You know, I have the whole world. You have only a discourse to give. The whole world burden is on my head. <laughs> and so we thought, right? Five minutes. At random times in the day, whenever we face a situation, even if we do not face a situation, and by side literature, I also mean read any good literature. Something which will elevate us. Swami would always say to students, read that which elevates. Entertainment is that which is elevating. Right? And the final one is self-audit. That is, before we go to bed, let us have some moments for ourselves. Right? All our lives, especially thanks to this social media, you know, Swami would often say, we are not one but three. The one who we think we are, the one who others think we are, the one who we really are. It is so true today especially. All my life I spend looking out of a lens which others think I am. You know, the world of WhatsApp, the world of Instagram and the world of Facebook has made me all the time look at myself through somebody else's eyes. When am I ever going to look at myself the way I am? Right? That This self-audit will tell you who you really are. Right? If you are just able to do this much, I can guarantee you that we will start following the master. I want, I just, uh, can I have two more minutes? Okay. I actually have two more. I started at 3.15, so technically I have three more minutes. Um, so let me now give you a case study. Okay, this is a case study that uh, happened to, you know, one of my room leaders in when I was in college, and he was telling this, and I'll, I'll probably end it with this. 
um, it so happened that you know this this brother of mine was from north of India. He was from Delhi, and his he is a South Indian but settled in Delhi for a very long time. His grandmother was traveling from Chennai, which is in south of India, to the north of India. And if you look at India, we have 29 different countries in one country. Okay, <laughs> every 500 kilometers, everything changes. Food changes, dialect changes, language changes, dressing changes. We have like for you, there's only one Malaysia. We have 29 Malaysias in one Malaysia, 29 Indonesias in one Indo you know India. Like it's like that. So this uh, grandmother, she did not know anything other than Tamil. and she is going to the hindi heartland so and this was the first trip of hers to to delhi so this brother's father had told him that she is coming by train you better be at the railway station well in time the moment her train comes you should be seen she should see you because otherwise she'll get panicky you know old lady coming to a new town doesn't know anything so he said yes 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 dad you know and he kept nagging and nagging and he says yes dad i'll do it i'll do it so this brother left you know one and a half hours early decided half an hour he'll be waiting exactly where the bogey comes you know um, and stand over there now it so happened that you know in india uh, the roads are not used by vehicles only the roads are used by everything you know from human pedestrians to oxes and bulls to everything uh, three wheelers two wheelers four wheelers six wheelers 20 will everything at a time will be going on the same road so this brother takes his car is reaching the delhi railway station and it is so confusing over there he drives straight into a lane he is not supposed to drive into which is the three wheeler lane the auto rickshaw lane okay and the moment he drove in he knew he had made a mistake but now there's no, no way to come back and you know there was a police guy who's wait exactly waiting at that time for him to make that mistake he comes over there you know blows his whistle and says stop 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 pulls up you know kind of opens his door takes the key that's what they do in india the police guy first thing he will do is take the key so that you don't run away so he pulled out the key and he said pay the fine okay now there are two ways of handling the situation you know right in india there are two ways of handling the situation one is to pay the fine one is to pay a handout okay and the easier way is to pay the handout it will be much lesser than the fine fastest quickest most you know and at the end of the day it's a win win situation he is also happy i am also happy the government is closed its eyes right so uh, now this brother in his mind in his heart there's a voice which is telling him you will not pay the bribe okay so that is one voice which is telling him from inside there is another voice which is telling him right now your grandmother is coming you have been given specific instructions to be on the railway station at this time else she is going to be in panic mode so just pay the bribe and go because that is the more important duty for you okay now what what incidentally happened is this police guy who stopped him was not authorized to collect fines so he is actually saying i can't give you means even if i want to pay a fine i can't pay him the fine because he doesn't have the receipt book the receipt book is with another police officer who is not here so this guy is actually wanting the bribe okay so now what does he do so now i am going to ask you this question what will you do what will you do there is no rocket science i am not asking you to launch and you know get out of escape velocity and all that simple what will you do is grandmother more important or is my personal principles more important yes 
I'm closing my eyes so that I don't even look at who is giving what answer. Grandmother. How many of you feel grandmother is important? Yes, correct. That's the right answer. <laughs> How many of you think sticking to my principles is more important? Oh my God, so less. Yes, you're all wrong. <laughs> okay, going for the grandmother is the more important thing at that time. Okay. This is what we think. This brother and this exact same conflict was going on in this brother's mind, which is this intense, what is more important, grandmother or this? Something, his voice inside was telling him only one thing, don't pay the bribe. You are not paying the bribe. You are not paying, the, as I told, no, there's only one voice which is telling, you are not paying the, whatever you do, you're not paying the bribe. This brother was telling us, for one and a half hours, he stood there. And guess what? You know, in India, they won't just allow you to stand there. They will humiliate you when you stand there. They say, what? Educated fellow doesn't even know how to drive a car. Simply people, you know, rich buggers, father gives car, means start driving. All of these, you know. But he simply stood over there. He said, Swami. And while the other voice is telling him, you're gone. You know, your father is going to rip you apart. Your grandmother is suffering over there on the, on the station right now. Okay, but the voice inside saying, no, you will not pay the bribe. Okay, finally after one and a half hours, the police guy also got exasperated. Okay, he said, take your bloody <laughs> key and get the hell out of this place. He throws the key back at him. This brother patiently takes the car out, goes, parks it. That day, thanks to Indian Railways, the train was delayed by two hours. The train was delayed by two hours. He stood there exactly half an hour before the train came. And when his grandmother came, she was thrilled to see him. When you follow the master, the master supports you. Thank you, Sairam. <laughs>